Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, you. Hey, guys. Hey. Welcome aboard. <laughs> Uh, this is a movie review podcast. Is it a review show? Well, we talk about movies, that's for damn sure. We watch a movie, then we sit around and talk about it for your enjoyment and listening pleasure. These are the internet radio superstars. Sean. Holly. Michaela. And I'm Colin. And tonight, the movie was chosen by Michaela. Michaela, what did we watch? Tonight? We watched George Romero's 1988 Monkey Shines. Monkey Shines. I'm shocked that this is the first George Romero movie we've done in 200 odd episodes on the show. The first? What else did we do? I don't know. Uh, Go through his whole filmography. Go. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, there's uh, The Crazies, I think, is an earlier one. We're skipping Season of the Witch and uh, 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 Night of the Living Dead. Didn't watch that one. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. None of the Deads we've watched. Uh, day of, done the any dead. of the deads no really which one do you no. pick mm. yeah <laughs> not to be confrontational yeah. with you right after that but yeah i'd pick well dawn of the dead is one of my favorites how many so dead dawn. movies are there directed by george romero six are there six there's six okay <laughs> i was like i'm I was starting like, to question right? Boom. <laughs> without going over wins yeah. there's night Dawn, and night, dawn, day, land, survive, diary, and survive. That was a videotape of the dead. Is one of them something in there? Uh, That's diary. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. We got kind of video diary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he also did a bunch of movies that uh, no one ever seems to really talk about. I mean, aside from like Creep Show, Creep Show is held sure. in pretty mm-hmm. high regard. Um, I didn't know this was George Romero. I've heard of Monkey Shines for years. I'm, yeah, I, I mean, never that, realized this was George yeah, Romero. Yeah, the cover is like, it's sort of like uh, minorly iconic. Like, I always remember this cover. I never knew it was George Romero. Yeah, that's the little mechanical monkey on the cover. Symbols. Yeah. 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 Got a fucking I think he figures blade. into the trailer, if I remember correctly. Yeah. There's a, you know, mm-hmm. what do they call those symbol monkeys? The, the corpse grinder? Yeah. Corpse grinder? It's an organ grinder. Corpse grinder. That's wow. something different. These yeah. are just the yeah, little, I don't know, whatever. Little, um, yeah, the little wind up symbol monkey. You know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. You know. You've been there. It's organ grinder. Yeah. No, but he also did, uh, I mean, Martin is a really uh, fine vampire movie that I think it was ahead of its time, which I was going to pick at some point in May still. Um, hmm. And then, uh, yeah, after Creepshow and the Dead movies, um, The Dark Half, the adaptation of the Stephen King novel, uh, and Bruiser, the guy Bruiser. wakes up and has no face. That one didn't get really Why doesn't he have a face, Colin? Uh, he's full of rage or something. <laughs> he wakes up, he's a blank oh. face, then he kills people. Oh, he's a blank face? Yeah, he has <sighs> literally a blank face. So he's a no face. Yeah. That's not uh, that movie with Clive Owen, is it? No, it's not Clive Owen. Okay. It's oh, I know what you're there talking about. There was a Clive Owen movie where he didn't have a yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I can't remember if this was a mask. He had like a white mask or something like glued to his. He wakes okay. up one day and he's got it on his. It's got like two little pinprick eyes and. I think like, I think I found my next subcategory of movies I'm bringing to the freak show: no face movies. Like, like Dick Tracy style. Like no face from Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah, the guy has. Or from Critters, he's, he's got no face. All right. <laughs> it's just uh, no face. Yeah. I just remember the two little holes in the mask and Dick Tracy. Uh, well, George Romero's like a, a titan, a titan in uh, 
not only horror cinema, but I mean, just like cinema at large, I think, right? For, you know, inventing the zombie movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, is that true? Yeah. Well, yeah. as we know them today. As we right. know them, yeah. The flesh-eating mm-hmm. ghoul that rises from the dead, hungering for yeah. human flesh. That's George Romero. Yes. Shoot it in the head and you kill it. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> what is it to shoot in the head? Oh, removing the... Bri- uh, Fuck, I forgot what the thing is. <laughs> by, remo- it, well, by removing the, the head or destroying, destroying the, the brain. brain. That's it. That's it. That's the line I was going for. Yeah. Thank you. You got there. That was totally worth the wait. <laughs> oh, I forgot his Dario Argento collaboration, uh, Two Evil Eyes. Oh. They each did a Edgar Allan Poe story. So it's two short films, like two hour oh, long gotcha. movies. Mm. Yeah. So somewhere in, uh, so this would be after, so... Day of the Dead was 1985, so 1988. Mm-hmm. This would have been the movie that he did to follow that. Yep. And at this point, um, Orion Pictures was like in real huge financial trouble, so they <laughs> that's why they were like, oh, just cash grabbing for a really big name director. So that's why they were like, we'll throw a bunch of money at you if you come make a movie for us because we really need it. Which is weird because they made Bull Durham the same year. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean. They just had to wait a little longer because same year they had a huge hit. So I feel like Orion was always in financial straits at some point. It always felt like <laughs> this is our second Orion trouble. movie in a matter of weeks because yeah. you know, the arrival was also an Orion. Yeah, picture. that's true. So, yeah, because they went uh, belly up. Was I'm gonna try it? I think it was either like the Adams family. Uh, Silence <laughs> of the Lambs was an Orion movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was 90. And mm-hmm. so it was the dark half also an Orion release. I can't remember. But I remember famously, like, they made The Adams Family and then ran out of money before it was completed and couldn't distribute it and had to sell it to Paramount in order mm-hmm. to save their company, which <laughs> didn't. That sucks. You know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. now Orion Pictures is back. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're... to this movie then? Well, they did uh, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, uh, right. oh, yeah. the remake. Uh-huh. That was the first movie to have an Orion Pictures yeah. logo on it in like 30 years. And I don't know. I think they have something else. Yeah, there's, there's some other, other one, trailer right? that I saw. I was like, oh my God, another yeah. Orion Pictures movie. Just makes you feel all warm inside. It does. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Vestron Pictures. Yeah. <laughs> bring back Orion and Vestron. Um, well,. So, I mean, even at, like, that level, like, uh, financial level, Orion's, like, still kind of an indie company because Romero has mm. been, like, notoriously his entire career anti-studio. Right. Just doesn't want anybody telling him what to do, mm-hmm. apparently. He doesn't like getting notes on, like, you know, how to This do movie reinforces that. Like, I think this I, – I, I, as legend goes, that he – he did work with the studio on this one, and then after that, he said, I'm not doing that anymore because he didn't like the experience he had. This movie, originally, the script was 240 pages, and uh. he said that 40 to 50% of the footage he shot is on the cutting room floor. Damn. So if there's something that doesn't add up in this movie, it was there at one it's point in time. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder wow. how that happens. You shoot like because he wrote it too. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is based on a book. You mm-hmm. remember who wrote the book? Some don't forgetful have... generic name. There you go. <laughs> and he, uh, so he wrote the movie and then shot it. I always wonder like how that works. Is like how, like much of it, did you not have already in your? You know, I mean, to put yeah. a movie together like way after the fact. And, yeah. You know, right. It's like we shot all this stuff, and now we're going to try and salvage some type of movie out of it because it's clearly not working. Or you just find out you don't need a bunch of stuff. Right. Like you can make the connection between two things without 
uh, superfluous stuff. You just like, mm-hmm. can go from point A to point B without having to stop at C so we can just get rid of it. There is a really great 90-minute version of this movie in there somewhere. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, it feels like there is. <laughs> yeah. They spent a lot of time near the end roaming around the house searching for a monkey. The beginning. Oh, my God. The beginning could have been trimmed down so much. Like, his whole process becoming a quadriplegic was... Severely drawn out, I thought. Uh, the, yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> I thought for a second, I thought you were talking about him getting hit by the truck. I'm like, no, no that was glorious. No, that, part, that was that was perfect pacing in that yeah. thing, actually. It flew into the air. Bricks flying yeah. everywhere. Hey, um, if you're someone who goes jogging with bricks in your backpack, please write and tell us because I would I have more questions. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, that's, that's what our, our main character, the first thing we see him do. Get up in the morning. Go to law school and gonna go jogging with bricks in my backpack. Yep. You gotta work yeah. up that sweat. You need that weight when you're jogging up those hills. Make well, sure you like make a... sure you stretch naked first. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That'll As help. You all should. Yeah. You gotta have the um like what he's uh like, he was a like runner or something yeah. like that. Or like yeah, a... we get the nice shot of all like the pictures of him like winning races and stuff. Right. So he's, he's got a like runner. trophies in right. his So attic. it's more yeah. tragic that his, he lost his, uh, yeah. his, his, coach, yeah. his coach was at his like little welcome back get- gathering. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like when he's jogging with the bricks in his backpack, the music could not be any more like like my life is perfect yeah, walking like, on sunshine. Oh, it might as well have been yeah. that. Mm-hmm. The birds are chirping. The sun yeah. is out. He's high fiving literally everybody bricks. on his way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Paul. Yeah. Looking good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Until that shithead dog ruins his life. Yeah. Goddamn dog. Still not entirely sure what happened there. Dog comes running out from behind a gate and somehow he gets hit by a truck. I it took it as scared, it scared him. him and he yeah. ran and he in the street. But yeah. there's a shot missing or something. It was like, did the truck like end up in the guy's driveway? Like, what's happening here? But he yeah, jumped I, off into the road. Yeah, because you see the street, but that truck was really close to that fucking curb. Yeah. Yeah, you just see a close-up of the dog and you see close-up of a headlight and you hear the accent and you see his body like 20 feet in the air fly and bricks go everywhere and the bricks slam in slow motion onto the concrete and break into you know a thousand pieces Mm -hmm. just like his poor broken body and all the magic that surgeon stanley tucci can muster to put him back together again the tucci (laughs) great i'm not referring to him any by anything else besides that the tucci the tucci the tucci What'd you say? This is when he still didn't have hair. That's when it was he disappearing on him. He's, yeah, he's yeah, disappearing. Yeah. This is a pretty decent cast for a George Romero. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like all of his movies, generally, you know, eighties through the nineties had like decent casts, right? I mean, like when I thought oh, I forgot about Night Riders. That's another like a little scene, but you know, it's got Ed Harris in it, who's in Creep Show. So mm-hmm. you know, Damn. but I mean, uh, yeah, he usually had pretty good cast, but the earlier ones had like you know. Uh, Pittsburgh natives, because mm. I think you know he's famous. I saw aside from uh, like M Night Shyamalan, right? He's the Romero is the yeah. the guy who made you know I'm going to shoot all my movies in Pittsburgh until he got sick and tired of the United States and moved to Canada. Then he's just like I'm done. Well, he shot Land of the Dead in Canada, so even though it's Canada. supposedly set in Pittsburgh. Like the <laughs> geography of it with the uh, you know the two rivers and all that, that's Pittsburgh, <laughs> but they filmed it in Canada. Cheaper. Cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Jason Beggy. 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 Jason Beggy. Thank Jason you, the actor Who uh, portrays. Alan? Alan. Alan. <laughs> you, you didn't have it there. You're just like, <laughs> I remember the monkey, like, but Paul, not the main guy. I was going to say Paul. <laughs> Alan, the qu- newly quadriplegic. Yes. Man. Did you catch the symbolism with his last name? His last name is Man. 
Alan man? Man. Like man and ape and monkey. Uh, and there's lots of animals are also his undoing because the dog causes him to become a quadriplegic. And oh, my God. Saying, I'm done. I'm saying, like, What's man versus nature is, yeah, man. like, the theme nature of this movie. Man, animal. Yeah. He even kind of basically says that. Yeah. He's like, I'm smarter than you because I'm a human. Yeah. His last and name is man. I will destroy you. <laughs> I will rip out your heart with my teeth and chew it up. <laughs> and there are like six monologues like that. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, underscoring the point. That's one of those things I suppose <laughs> that you could leave out on the cutting yeah. room floor. Yeah. Maybe there's bit. just more statements of that theme uh, in the uh, uh, maybe. footage. Maybe. It's a little more. Do you think uh, Jason Beggy was like, this is going to be my Oscar reel when he was doing all that stuff? <laughs> that's right. But then De Niro wins instead of him. Just, <laughs> we uh, just we think about it. Well, Oscar Beggy, you movie, played right? a disabled person that's oscar bait I mean, right that's true. Oh, yeah. you know and, you know animals typically yeah. yeah it's got to be rough i mean we're talking about you know i mean well i thought this kind of a uh, um when james Kahn did misery you know i mean mm-hmm. when you're stuck in a in a wheelchair but mm-hmm. in this case this guy's paralyzed from the neck down yeah. yeah so there's so many times where i was just sitting there like as an actor you have to be like naturally wanting to move you yeah know, in some way and it's like no 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 nope sorry jason we got to do that again because <laughs> i mean i don't know if this happened guy was probably like on the money every time for all we know no i'm sure but that. uh yeah, he loses it towards the end of it like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn it. He did a lot of, ah, oh, damn it, monkey. And they're yeah. just like, Jason, we can't do that. You're paralyzed everywhere. Except for the face. That's how he knows he's cold. He's feeling <laughs> chilly. How do you know? My face is cold. No, he doesn't say My it. nose is cold. <laughs> My All right. Eyes. So we've been alluding to it for a long time. You figured this out. This movie is about a killer monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is part of our ongoing series of podcasts in which <laughs> yes. we are trying to chase, chase, trace the genealogy of of some of Hollywood's greatest animal performers. We're doing a shitty job thus far, but mm-hmm. we keep watching animal movies. Yeah. All right, but Michaela is, is working going. on a theory here that the monkey in this movie is somehow related to the monkey in Terror Track, right. this, which we watched a couple episodes ago. Right. Boo, who plays Ella, is um, actually a male monkey, which I guess they don't use many male monkeys in acting. Um, How I come? Don't, I, that I don't know, but I do know that um, regardless of gender... Um, the monkeys really actually do form a creepy bond with their handlers, like, much like in this movie. Yeah. Like, that's a real thing with the animal handlers in Hollywood. Male monkeys are more aggressive. That's, they pee a lot. And they, yes. they mark their territory. That's mm-hmm. typically why they're harder to work with. Mm-hmm. As happens yeah. in this movie. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> do you think that's why they hired a male monkey? Because they're like, we are going to have this piss scene. We want you <laughs> to be aggressive. It's all, right. it's all been leading up to this. You can do it, boo. They just reverse engineered around the scenery pisses on it. Right. They're just like, it's got to happen sometime. Yeah. But there's a lot of a lot of monkey actors in this movie. Like, there, there are several scenes where you see at least a dozen monkeys. And uh, I... I know for the role of Ella, Boo was the main one, but there were also four other monkeys that were stand-ins or did the other stuff, and I believe one of them was in Terror Tract. Monkeys can only work for certain hours a day. They do actually. They do have a lot of the I'm same sure legal restrictions that, as uh, children. Union? See, I'm telling the you, this is, like, they're, they're, this is monkey right union. This, this is something right because I'm sure yeah. there is. Boo is probably SAG. <laughs> I'm sure this is a thing. Right. <laughs> Boo probably but, has a SAG card. Oh, wow. No what one are will we ever doing know. In our lives? I know. And we're assuming that Boo is probably like the descendant of the Raiders of the Lost Ark probably. monkey. No, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, the father to the breakout monkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, what else? The outbreak monkey. The Friends monkey. The Friends monkey. Uh, yeah. Yes, Marcel. Yeah. Marcel. Yes, there were, uh, I think that's uh, cousins right there. There you go. Yeah, 
So, uh, well, okay, to call it a killer monkey movie isn't entirely Right, accurate. that, that uh, conjures up images of a monkey running around with a knife stabbing people, <laughs> which does not happen See, in terror this movie. Track. See, yeah. terror track. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, uh, so, I mean, I guess we got to talk about some of the characters and how this all shapes up, because, I mean, basically you've got, the premise alone, guy is paralyzed and needs some type of assistance, and so you would, you know... Somebody says, hey, we're going to try these trained monkeys, which is a thing, apparently. Mm -hmm. uh, monkey helpers for, uh, yes. you know, quadriplegics or paraplegics. <clears throat> but that's not enough for this movie. This movie has to go the extra step of also adding in the mad scientist. Mm. Yeah. Which is played by John Pankow, who you may remember from To Live and Die in L.A. and some other things. Or Mad About You. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, uh, so in classic you all mad scientist like mode, this guy, and I'm not entirely sure of the science in this. It's very sketchy. It's very like horror movie sketchy. Injecting chicken shavings into a monkey's ass? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. It's, it's supposed, supposed to be a brain. Yeah. brain. Yeah. So, it's definitely chicken, though. Definitely uh, yeah. chicken breast. What is Absolutely. he after in his experiment? So he's a friend of He's trying Alan, to make monkeys smarter. Yeah. He works at the local college. He's yeah. trying to make monkeys smarter by injecting them with human brain tissue. In their ass. Yeah. He puts it in there. We see it several times. <laughs> it's in the butt of the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Which we figure is that must be where a monkey's brain is because oh. of the gigantic ass on bamboos. Well, that makes sense to me. <laughs> Okay, I don't hear anybody. anybody I, right. If if no viewer writes in to tell me different, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Come at us. What's wrong? Bring it on. If you don't, sorry, it's your fault. Yeah. yeah, that's some science right there. So yeah, I mean, I've heard you know uh, there have been studies done where cells taken from a person, uh, you know, there was a famous study once where they had like cells in a petri dish or something, and then they sent the person. The owner of the cells, right, like walking down a sketchy part of town, you know, and whenever they would feel nervous, the cells miles away would somehow react. What? Yeah, That's this awesome. is like 2020 or something years ago. So there's, there was some kind of study being done in that field. Yeah, I know that sounds good. I like this idea. How can you be. People have. They, How can they be connected if they're not attached and all that kind right. of shit? Somebody's done this idea, right? Like the you get like pieces of somebody else and then you body say, parts. Isn't that where he gets the Jeff hands? Fahey. He's in a car accident, one of the most horrifying car accidents in the movies. And yeah, he ends up with uh, a killer's hands. Is that the killer's hands? Killer arms. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember one where somebody leg. gets ser some serial killer's hands yeah. or eyes. And I'm pretty sure and both he, movies have been done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who gets the serial killer eyes? I don't know. And it keeps it that Isn't that the, the eye? Yeah, but wasn't there like a Jessica Alba movie? Yeah, I think it's yeah, 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 yeah. It was a serial killer, so. was it? It's something. It was haunted eyes or, or ghost something. Eyes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're just ghost yeah. eyes. Yeah. But yeah, is Jeff Hay the one where he gets the serial killer hands? Yeah, and then his hands are killing people. Yep, I remember that movie. Yeah, that should come. To the but even show. even in the context of this movie, that theory doesn't work because we're told that the brain cheese grated shavings. That are injected into the monkey's butt are from a girl that died in a car accident. Right. So, like, someone completely outside the realm of characters that we know. He so didn't, there, there, he didn't no receive connection. anything donated from her when he was in his accident? Oh, no. Not that we were Not told. Not that we were told. That would have been better. That would have yeah. connected it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. See, there you go. On yeah. the cutting room floor, yeah. possibly. Yeah. Instead yeah, of just a psychic link. Yeah. Like a, a, yeah. a blood, like, oh, we're close like a blood transfusion or something. Actually, yeah. one of the scenes I know is left out, and there's pictures of it I'll have to find. Um, but there was a scene left out where during surgery, 
Um, they a were monkey t- broke into the room. <laughs> it's just like that would have been way cooler. Spitting into it. But they actually, um, during surgery for Alan, they also had Boo under, and they took little pieces of each of their brains and switched them. Well, so what? That, that was what? cut out of this movie. Uh, yeah, that's what I was. I was so that's how they have the connection. That's yeah. how they have the telepathic connection. So that's what George Romero that intended. Would be. For what purpose? Because Jonathan Pankow wants to do shit He's like a mad that. Scientist. Yeah. But how, but how do you attach in? someone's brain? To no, it's like he cuts brain? out a little piece but how and he just get... like switches them. But how, what is like it? A will, it will a brain do that though? Like take another, take its brain <laughs> back and then grow back in? I'm debating the science <laughs> yes. of a monkey movie. I know, but, but that yeah. is well, not that it's more plausible. But yeah. I mean, the idea that you know the connection if, makes the more connection sense. makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, but there's actually a still too. You can see of like. Both their heads opened up next to each other huh. that was cut from this movie, and it looks really too, fucking is cool. Is the tooch there? Uh, not in the scene that I've see, seen. It's just like a close-up yeah. of their heads in the scene that I've Like, how would I've he have been doing the surgery? Like, Jonathan Pankow. See, they're bu- so they buddied Jonathan up, Panko I guess. Like, he he puts his have to be crippled friend under and does brain surgery? That's that's bad. Maybe that's this bad was news. all part. See, okay, so here's the <laughs> yeah. whole thing that was cut out of the movie. This yeah. is total speculation, yeah. right? Yeah. But he says, I've been doing this cutting-edge te- research on these monkeys, and I'm going to you know do this thing for you. And so voluntarily, Alan goes in for the procedure, and he's like, this is going to be your monkey. And you're right. And then that whole thing's gone out of the movie now it doesn't make huh. any goddamn sense whatsoever right yeah because because alan keeps saying like we're part of each other we're like you know we're linked and all this stuff but we have no reason to believe that as a viewer because we have no evidence for that so that kind of puts you on the side of his mom being like you're fucking crazy and losing mm-hmm. your goddamn mind yeah. yeah but if but do you think he said those things in the context of that scene where they switch brain parts exists yeah you know what i mean i do well then wouldn't the crazy doctor jeff know that like couldn't he, he I guess they would have cut it out but he's not telling Alan a lot of stuff right I guess they would have cut that out explaining like no wait we switched brain pieces <laughs> which is an yeah, insane argument that's to what make. I was like okay so the, the we huh. do actually see the doctor bringing some piece of brain matter but it's a fairly large piece and yes. putting it on ice and then shaving it and making this stew out of it right the the serum of yes. course is it's called because it's and a mad scientist. It's always uh, neon green or yep. yellow or bright. That color. <laughs> nice yeah. reanimator green. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But we're told, is it in ADR that we're told that it comes from the brain of a woman who was in a car accident? It's while he's like shaving it. He says it. Right. So yeah. we don't see his yeah. mouth moving. So mm-hmm. it could have been <laughs> totally covered there, over yeah. later on. Yeah. And that could have actually been part of Alan's. That was a studio brain, note. Brain, but that was a large. It's a chunk. large piece yeah. of brain. Yeah. I suppose. Okay. Never yeah. mind. That doesn't check no. out either. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That was I to be honest a part of the movie. I mean, once you once you get into it, you either accept it or you don't. But yeah. the idea mm-hmm. that this guy develops a psychic link with the monkey, you know, it's like because I get if you're going to go for like the empathic thing, this monkey's been injected with human cells, and somehow that makes the monkey more human-ish in right. its right. DNA or whatever. And she's basically a jealous friend. I get the connection later when Jeffrey injects himself with the stuff. Yeah. Really? Because I don't understand that at all. Well, I'm, I, I I would understand it more. The fact Jeffrey's that, the mad scientist. Well, Jeffrey injected himself with the same stuff he injected the monkey with. Yeah, there's at so least... So then I would get a connection happening on. You know what I mean? Because they got the, both the same stuff inside of them. Right. The green fluid he injects yeah, himself. Whereas Alan doesn't have that at all. Right. I would understand the connection there. 
not more so, you know, in yeah. a monkey movie where I you guess. have psychic connections yeah. in this world. They're at least part of a common like control Right, there's a common link of yeah. something in there. Yeah. Whereas he's just having a psychic connection with a monkey. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because hmm. yeah. the first time we established this psychic connection, I believe, is uh, Alan's asleep and has a dream that he's crawling around. He gets out of, you know, yeah, he's he gets like, out of yeah. the attic. Monkey POV, like, <laughs> yeah. getting out of the house. And then he wakes up like, whoa, I'm having a dream like I'm a monkey. I felt like it was in her body with her strength. Oh, the dialogue like, would have been better with uh, that. I had a dream that was being a monkey. That would have been just better dialogue well, for him to like deliver. there is like some other kind of weird shit. We were talking in the, you got to go back to our Terror Tract episode, mm-hmm. but the idea that Brian Cranston's character, like in a better version of that, not that it wasn't bad, yeah, uh, right. the, you know, would, would become switch places with the monkey. That actually happens here to a certain extent. He gets teeth. Yeah. He gets a really sharp teeth, yeah. Yeah, Alan is reverting to his primal nature or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's illustrated right. in like, okay, so I get he's getting some kind of monkey teeth or something. And so yeah. when he gets very upset, because this is apparently the key feature that he's getting from Ella is the base animal anger or whatever, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, what does he call it? Instinct. Mm-hmm. Instinct, like yeah. That animal instinct is what he's getting when she's close. Mm-hmm. That's the connection they share. So she makes him angry. Uh, eventually, yes. She, he shares her anger. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she loves him. She loves, loves him. Loves him. There's like a straight up like romance scene yeah. in this movie between him and the monkey. Like she goes and puts on like the romantic song in the tape yeah. player. Right. And then like, comes oh, up and like me. snuggles up on his neck and yeah. he's like all She starts eyed. turning off the lights and we're like, wait, is she setting the mood <laughs> yeah. right now? She puts yes, on music. She is. And yeah. She is. Yeah. yeah. She comes up, hugs him. At that point in the movie, I was actually thinking, like, was the genesis of this, like, the idea that started it off, was it, like, somebody wanted to do a reverse King Kong, right? Instead of the love story between the girl and the giant ape, you've got the love story between the little monkey (laughs) and the giant guy. That's a great idea. (laughs) Right? That's a great genesis for an idea, yeah. Like, how would you do that backwards? Well, you'd have to do it like this, and like, what if he was a paraplegic? I don't know. He needed the monkey. He probably, like, the idea that they, he probably found out that monkeys help people. And took that idea. Probably. Yeah, probably I think that's where that I, can, I, can see, I can see that like mapped out. Like he's reading Newsweek or something and sees an article. He's like, oh, oh, I can write this into a right. book. Like, yeah. I can see that. Yes. By the way, I would hug the shit out of that monkey. Oh, no, God, she's yeah. so cute. She could Adorable. really turn on the doe eyes like when right? she needed oh, my to. God. Like, she's so cute. <laughs> yeah, this monkey is like, uh, I mean, as I guess a helper monkey would do. Uh, Washing the windows. Right. Yeah. Doing the Vacuuming. housework. Awesome. Vacuuming. Oh, my God. See, that's the difference between... Making a sandwich? <laughs> yeah. That's the difference between the monkey from Terror Track, because the monkey from Terror Track, right away, we're like, she's was a an asshole. bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a monkey is a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. This monkey, we all immediately fell in love with. Oh, we love this monkey. She's great. I liked that they didn't make it wear clothes. I was happy about yes. that. Yeah. No forced diaper on the monkey. Yeah. That's always a little sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just a no, little collar. Just a naked monkey. Mm-hmm. A little collar. Fine. It's a monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No frills. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. she's just super smart. No, the frills were saved for the mother. Oh, she's God. Oh, my God. Silk and frills and folds uh, and everything she's wearing. My God, well, the mother. The I mother guess character. this leads us to the other characters in the movie. So Alan's life is controlled. To a some... man. I just got that. Yeah. That's his uh, initials. A, a, a man. Mm-hmm. He's a man. That's bravo. Bravo. Oh, why why were we deprived of the close-up shot of like some of his like medical files that said that? 
Like, amen. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Man. What? Amen. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Right. right. Somebody's looking at his medical yeah. chart as he's doing yeah. surgery. Amen. amen. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. Missed opportunities. <laughs> it's on the cutting room floor. I was going to say, it's on the cutting room floor. Is where it is. That's George, why you, you leave think it this is a the... bit too much? All right, cut it out. But that's why you have the Saturday Night Freak Show to give you right. these moments of brilliance when the right. movie misses them. Because when the movie doesn't think about it, we do. Yeah. Yeah. But his life is controlled by two uh, primary, well, three women to some extent. I mean, as you have to be, I guess the guy can't do anything for himself. Very true. In a rewrite, mm-hmm. I think two of these women could be made into one oh, character. For sure. Yes. <clears throat> but the first of which is. Uh, so the nurse. Just Ugh. call her Nurse, nurse Ratchet. Nurse yeah. Ratchet. I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Fucking which is nurse. played by uh, George Romero's wife at the time. Really? That's really? wife? Romero. Yeah. Oh, her face fucking. Jesus. Me. She too. has been in so many of his movies. Um, I mean, she had a large role in Martin and, you know, I mean, like everything I think that he's done since she's in. Yeah. And I think they got divorced familiar. sometime around the time of Land of the Dead. Hmm. Yeah. She was also his assistant on this movie, I noticed at the mm-hmm. end. I'm like, mm-hmm. so you were the actor and the assistant. Nepotism. the director. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There it is. Mm-hmm. But she's like, uh, and this is <clears throat> one of the aspects of George Romero's writing that I've always had an issue with. Uh, like, this character is just like a flat out bitch for yeah. no yeah. really like- rational reason, except like, she's just... An awful person. Before the monkey's even there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 This is your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine a world in which someone like that would have that job. Right. Like, that's not a thing. He like, annoys her by being disabled. Like, yeah. Yeah. the fact that he exists yeah. annoys her. Yeah. <laughs> She's a nurse. Who is this woman? But he's a dick because he can't walk. He can't do anything for himself. <laughs> I'd be a dick, too. She blames him for the house being messy. Yeah. Like, it's your <laughs> monkey. <laughs> Yeah, I have to shoulder that burden or whatever of your son, blah, 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 blah. It's like, what the, this is what you're paid to do. And she brings her own parakeet bird. Oh, into the house. Bird. And he hates, Alan hates birds. I do. Well, I mean, you would too <laughs> yeah. if they flew around and tried to bite your eyes out. Yeah. And I'm like, how dangerous is this? Right. Bird? Like, actually, like, all right, now don't open acting. your eyes because he's going to try and kill you. Mm-hmm. That must have been uh, what they told him on set. That poor damn. actor having to film that. Oh, God. Oh, that's having my nightmare. There, you can't move from your neck uh, down and you have uh, a bird just pecking at your goddamn uh, face. No, no. No. What was the stress no. level like on the set that day? George, this is the last fucking time <laughs> I deal with this right, goddamn George, no more bird. Fucking birds. <laughs> I do... I'll I'll give him credit though. The way he reacts, and you can, I guess, attribute it to the story and the monkey making him angry. But the way he reacts to the nurse and uh, and the bird is, it feels like it feels right. He's like, "Do your fucking job. What do you? Yeah. What, okay. what is your problem?" Mm-hmm. It's understandable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We don't like her. Yeah. Well, there's a common theme of this, like authority figures in George Romero stuff. Like he writes very broad. Right. I mean, I would say that this character is written broadly. Uh-huh. Like, there's no uh, humanizing dimension to her. No. Right. She's just like a she's flat there out for one purpose. Right. Yeah. yeah. To be an antagonist. Yeah. For this first part of the movie. Right. Which is, I guess, to basically make Alan angry, so the monkey will eventually have a target for his, uh, you know, yeah, anger or rage. Right. But she doesn't get killed. Spoiler warning: the parakeet. Does not survive the onslaught of Ella. Ella's first victim that we know of, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start small. Yeah. Did you like that she put the dead bird in the slipper? I did I like that. That was a nice touch. I, I didn't really expect that 
bird to fall out and look so real though. Yeah, yeah. that was, that was, that was a upsetting. real bird. It was a real dead bird. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like. I didn't like. Sorry, that. birdie. But like the first time I saw this movie, I expected like it to just be dead at the bottom of the cage because we get that great monkey POV shot with definitely fake monkey hands on sticks. <laughs> oh, the monkey the hands are the best. <laughs> great monkey hands. Was there a credit for monkey hands? Uh, <laughs> Should have been. Who got to do that? I would have requested a credit. Tom Savini. Yeah. I would imagine so. <laughs> on this. Yeah. Your challenge on this movie, Tom, is you got to make this monkey seem real. So he's making these little monkey hands. <laughs> <laughs> the hands that don't move, so they're always just like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was one of them where I wasn't sure if there what if it was a real monkey hand. I can't remember what it was doing, but it was like reaching down maybe to hit the tape deck or something. Oh like yeah, that. I, I think it was, and it was the tape like, deck. Is that a real hand or is that like a gelatinous kind of you know, rubber like, monkey hand? Where yeah. if I hit it in the right place and push. Yeah. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I mean, some of it you can't tell because it's the monkey acting in this. I mean, uh, uh, apart from the points where you can tell it's two hands on a stick, <laughs> like they get some the monkey to do some uh, pretty like I wouldn't say complex, but complex for a monkey in those close up shots. They get them to do a lot in this movie. They're very well trained. Very well trained. Yeah. Well, this is. I mean, it, it has to be. I'm trying to recall. You know, the extent of how much monkey time is in uh, monkey outbreak. time. Yeah, but I mean, like. I mean, not this is like much. not that much. Not that much. No, this had a lot more, mm-hmm. a lot more monkey time. A lot more like the second lead in yeah, this right? movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot more close up yeah. monkey time where that thing's actually doing stuff. Yeah. That's like a challenge. I mean, like to to take on that kind of directorial mm-hmm. project. Mm-hmm. I mean, you right. know, this isn't something that you're just doing like I'm going to knock this out and be done with it. This is like you're all in, right? right. You're going to yeah. be dealing with a monkey runner mm-hmm. as your second, the star of the second lead in the movie. That's like a pretty big commitment. You can't yeah. control those things. They're cra- they're wild animals. I thought it was like a nice little extra fuck you from Ella to put the bird in her slipper because she could have just left it in the bottom of the cage right. and it just like looked like it's it naturally a bird died. Too, right? But she's like, no, you're gonna step on your goddamn bird when I put it in your shoe. You're gonna think you killed it. It's <laughs> wonderful. Mm. Showing deliberate thought. Monkeys are already, you know, premeditating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To mur- will it step up to murder? <laughs> murder most foul? What? Murder monkey. <laughs> we already had the murder most foul. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> you got that before I could get there. Just like uh, I was thinking it. <laughs> uh, bravo. bravo. Bam. <laughs> well, the nurse is replaced by the mother. So Alan's mother, at the beginning we meet her because she is the one who apparently has paid for his rehabilitation right. uh, equipment because they have to re-outfit his home. He has to adjust to this new life. She hires the nurse and whatnot. Yeah. And you get the you get the feeling she's a tad overbearing. A little bit. A bit. She's, she's worried about her son, and but then it becomes a little too much. When they're just sitting there watching the home movies and she's narrating them, ugh. Yeah, which is rough because like the guy's just been crippled. Right. Remember when you were boat? running through a sprinkler when you were a kid? Yeah. Remember when you Thanks, had Mom. legs? Oh, yeah. you were so cute when you could move. Remember yeah. when you were worth something to me? Oh. <laughs> well, but I don't know. I never got that she didn't. You know, like later on, she's like, "I gave up my entire life to come here and live with you." And I'm like, "Well, she did." You know, I mean, she did. But he comes right back at her. It's like, "No, who asked you to, Mom? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on." Yeah, but what? He is an selfless? adult. Yeah, but the, uh, right, he, he but you can't. Has... But she, but at that point, she's blaming him, and then it, that all bets are off. At that point, it's no longer selfless. Well, because he's and, being a dick at that. Well, point. He he's rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. I am pro Alan for yeah, this movie. We, we should say a lot of the part. The reason why he's a dick is he did 
try to kill himself with a dry cleaning bag he, early on in this movie. <laughs> yes. and it's he not so like, he's definitely having depression and expected yeah. things yes. after you have a huge tragedy in your That's life. That's very true. No, oh, because his wife, uh, his wife girlfriend, girlfriend, his girlfriend oh, yeah. leaves him and starts screwing over the uh, screwing the tooch. the tooch. <laughs> the tooch. Screwing the tooch. To which John Panko says, <laughs> she's going to leave you, then just the fuck her. And Alan's like, I can't. <laughs> it's very dramatic. Yeah. Because yeah. this, this is happening like while he's in the hospital. Yeah. 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 She even said, like, I know I should have come to visit you more. Yeah. I was like, I was lying in the your doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Yeah. She started off coming to visit him, and then the, I guess yeah, she was yeah, like, she just came to see oh, the doctor's here. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. How is my. Sorry for that. <laughs> yep. Well, that, of course, is going to put them on the hit list. Once of course. Uh, Alan finds out that, you know, this illicit affair is going on. Naturally. Yeah. Well, but first, wait. No, they do come next after the bird. Yep. Yeah, right. uh, the first Alan people. They're the next one. attention to them. I think, yeah, because he finds out that they're. Jeffrey finds out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because remember, he, we get that great, you're a clinical cunt line from yeah. him when he mm. sees them together That at the was a great hospital. line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unexpected. I was like, whoa, all right. Bravo, yeah, for a movie that later on uses your slime as an insult, it's really, <laughs> they hit both ends of the profanity spectrum there. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah, they really did. The PG TV insult and then... The hardest you can go. <laughs> that was uh, that might be my favorite movie part of the movie. Just like Here's you're slime. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're laying that monkey low yeah. at this point. Just yeah. like, Ugh, you mean nothing to me. <laughs> well, she did just pee on him. Yeah, she did. Like that was the climax of their relationship. You can almost hear the music going up, 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 and then it's just like <gasps> it just cuts and you hear his dribble. Slide. I can't even look at you. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, there is an awful lot of. Well, we'll have to get to that. Okay, so wait, wait. Andy. Back to characters. The mother. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. The, the, the mother. mother and the um, the nurse. Nurse. Yes. Because basically, the mother, once she actually arrives in the house, like she almost immediately becomes like this overbearing harpy. Like, what the hell happened? Yeah. At the beginning, I guess I wasn't expecting that. The woman, even though she was maybe, you know, a, a tad too concerned about her son's well-being, mm-hmm. would become this kind of like, you know, Alan, I just don't like you doing this, and you shouldn't be doing this, and blah, 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 blah. And like, Jesus Christ, you know, yeah. like she just became the nurse. Yep. Yeah. Well, she gets real possessive about the monkey trainer, Melanie, too. She does. She gets real like he'll do anything she asks, and mm-hmm. I, th- I once again cutting room four. I'm sure it's more gradual if you have all the footage in there Maybe. of her like descent into possessiveness. Yeah, but the, yeah. I mean Melanie just she doesn't give a fuck. Who's Melanie? Melanie's the monkey trainer with the barn. The hot blonde the monkey trainer. Barn of monkeys. Have, is she hot? Eighties hot. Well, well, hot. Maybe she's eighties hot. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Okay. She had There's nothing a, particularly yeah. wrong with her. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, how good looking are monkey trainers typically? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. on the spectrum you know, in of movies that. or yeah. in life, both. Either she's or. not like I'd like model to know. hot, but no. You know. Okay, right. so anyway, <laughs> they don't have to be model hot. Okay, I'm just <laughs> to okay. be. Uh, damn, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> All I asked was, is she hot? Sorry. Well, he thinks she's hot. They, that's or all that matters. Yeah. I don't know if he does. He, she's just he doesn't have many who, options. Yeah, and she wants to take <laughs> it out. True, fly fishing, <laughs> which is what you do. 
Which he probably thought was a euphemism. And then he was like, fuck, we're actually going to fly. She's like, at least you caught one, or at least you hooked one. She kept talking about poles, and I got excited. We're fishing. Yeah. So there is, even though, you know, one door closes, another one opens, even though uh, Janine Turner... Northern and he can't get through either as, of them. Is screwing the tooch. There's pos- yeah. the possibility screwing of blossoming romance with Melanie, the monkey trainer. Yeah, who, who literally has a barn full of monkeys full of that monkeys. she trains, and a field full of horses that the monkeys train. <laughs> I, think she, I think she trains the horses too. <laughs> there's that. Said, there's that. Movie. But she says she has no time. How does she train the horses? She has no time. And it looks like it's just her. Like, we haven't seen anybody yeah. else there. Who's tending the farm, damn it? Yeah, she's away from the farm a lot in this taking care of those horses. I don't think it's a farm. I mean, I she know. says a field There's of horses. A barn that, Maybe she just rents know. the barn. Somebody else's farm. Somebody else's horses. People pay to keep their horses there? Uh, She pays to have a monkey farm <laughs> there. I, I think we're done. That's I think we're getting way too far into this. I think we need to back out of this alley. Okay, and go back yeah, to the let's road. get out of this. All right, so, but this is, I guess, like one of those things where, like, a simpler screenplay, and not that I'm saying that, you know, this is a ne- overly that, complex. It, yeah. yeah, it's overly complex where you would just have the Melanie character and either the nurse or the mother character, not both, and not both mm-hmm. Melanie and uh, the mad scientist character. Because Pankow also has, or Jeffrey, has his. You know, he's got a subplot too, where yeah. you know, he's yes. trying to come up with his research, and Stephen Root, Stephen Root, boss, just, and his boss is trying to steal his research because that's what guys do to mad scientists. There's always the one who's trying always. to steal your research mm-hmm. and claim it as their own, and that never pays off. Nope. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Nothing happens to Stephen Root. No. God damn it! Right. Cutting room floor. It's all there. <sighs> yes. There's like, a Stephen yeah, Root now death scene somewhere. <laughs> God damn it! Right. I feel like the reason that they had the the nurse and the mothers, there had to be some sort of element of the mother realizing that he didn't need her. That's what that's what projected her to become so overbearing. Because at first she's like, "Oh, this is my boy. I have to take care of him," and then she realizes that she's taking care of him, not that he needs her to take care of him. And that's where the element comes in. Like, oh, the nurse is gone. I'm going to take care of my baby. That's where the element comes that she's doing it for her, not for him. Because she has to feel like he needs her. Mm. So that's why there had to be a nurse, then the mother. But does she have this, the scene where, like, the nurse, it seems to me like after a while, seems to realize that she's unnecessary once Ella comes into the picture. The nurse realizes And the nurse it, yeah. is like, okay, I'm just going to sit around reading my book. I'm going to do this. And, like, you got that monkey to do it. And, like, then she gets, you know... Uh, she develops an antagonistic relationship with the monkey, but the mother it didn't seem really had an antagonistic relationship with Ella. It was just she was aware that Ella was around, yeah. mm-hmm. and that maybe I don't even know if, uh, until he starts saying like you know I can yeah she's making me angry and I'm I'm getting angry at you because she's nearby and the mother's like are you crazy mm-hmm. like are you seriously yeah. off your rocker because of your attachment to this beast again I think that comes back to the fact that he does point out at one t- at one time that she she's doing these things for herself and not for him. So I don't think she realizes what's going on in her surroundings. She's just focused on what's making her feel like she's making a difference. Mm. That's why she's not realizing it. Right. Well, she's not. She's not being selfless. She's being self-focused, really. Which would I guess go to her character? So yeah, it checks out. Mm. 
There were far too many sponge bath scenes. Oh my god! <laughs> Seeing him just hang in that belt oh, while she answered god. the phone—that so that shot seemed weird to me. It's just like you could have you could have stayed on a little side shot of him going like, yeah. "No, tell her to call me. Tell her to send someone help." And but it's that wide Straight shot of him on. just hanging there, and it yeah. hangs on it for what it feels like so long. Don't get me wrong; I realize that there are real life situations where people do have to take care of their family members. In these scenarios. Yes. I get that. But what we're saying is the shot was unnecessary. Probably. <laughs> Same as gratuitous. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it gave, like, I'm sitting there going, like, oh, that's uncomfortable. Well, that's yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. That's awkward. Yeah. This is uncomfortable. But it also, like, you know, it's, I think it's trying to, you know, I mean, in addition to the, the, the sponge bath scenes, there's also... Other scenes throughout the movie that are trying to drive home just how awkward and uncomfortable it is to be, you know, suddenly mm-hmm. in this situation, which I was yeah. like, this is actually okay. So Romero's going out of his way to try and get you in the headspace of this character right. yes. with a little bit of, I thought, tact. In and, your face. You know, yeah. <clears throat> and then we get to the world's first sensitive uh, quadriplegic. Sex scene. Yep. Well, the first when was the water dance with Eric Stoltz and Helen Hunt? Oh. Was he a quadriplegic? Paraplegic. Parapl- no, I don't. I don't, I don't remember. remember. <clears throat> I know this is one of one of the only on film. So there's I, there are maybe other ones, but this is like one of the most prominent quadriplegic sex scenes ever. I wasn't sure it was going to happen, and then it did. I, I wasn't yeah. either. I'm just yeah. like, I wonder if they're going to. They're doing it. They're doing it. <laughs> did you like how she used like the equipment that you he know? Uses? Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Bravo. <laughs> No, use that, what you was, gotta that use. was actually really genius. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, hey, whatever helps you. Yeah. Whatever gets you leverage. I, was, I, was, I honestly was thinking of the, about the semantics and like, how is this yeah. going to work? And I'm like, that's how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Brava. From, yeah. a, from a business perspective, probably not a great idea for her to continue to do that with her clients in, in the space where she trains monkeys. Here, oh, come back to my bed so you can meet the monkeys. That we <laughs> meet the monkeys. That was, she even said that was like the setup in her barn where she had to like train them how to like do stuff in right, like a yeah. house. So it's it's like, like, it's it like wasn't fake, like in her apartment. It was like right, a fake room. Right, the fake yeah. hospital room yeah. and everything. Which I mean, which led to the, uh, <laughs> which oh led to God. the, the the, <laughs> like I, I said during the movie, I've seen many things that kind of uh, <laughs> that were the uh, the euphemism, the euphemism for the bliss for of uh, the bliss of, of, of yes, yeah, the I, like I said, moments. Yes, yeah. I've seen uh, I've seen flowers, I've seen fireworks, I have never seen monkeys going wild. <laughs> first has to be the first and maybe only time. Ace on- Ventura. All the all the animals <gasps> in the apartment go wild. Oh, yes. Yep, they you're right. From this this movie. is also going back to the central <laughs> theme correct. of the movie, right? About the uh, the conflict between the animals, the man, and the or the animal nature and and human nature, or whatever mm-hmm. the yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, who will rule? Yep, even in the moments of passion, passion, indeed. Uh, and it's like twelve monkeys in this scene that are like going crazy. It's, yeah. yeah. It's it's like it's a lot. It's not it's, just yeah, like it is one. a lot. It is a lot of monkeys in that scene. Just freaking out. Freaking out, man. And the chirping. It's a magical, yeah. magical scene. You have to see it in order to believe it. Like um, one swinging around on like a little tire in his cage. <laughs> it's great. They're well trained and cute monkeys. They are All right, so adorable. eventually this monkey does start killing people. Yes. The first victims are the Tooch 
and northern, and northern exposure. exposure. Yeah. In the throes of passion themselves in, in a, a cabin, cabin in yeah. the woods, because that's how you do it. Sure. <clears throat> Where the monkey can find them and light their bed on fire. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, not even in like, not even in a way where it shows, they're just like, we don't have the money to burn anything down. Mm -hmm. So we are just going to show flame and a phone call. That's, I mean, that's all you need. Like, but that gets the point across, I guess, because they just show growing flame on a black screen and then you get a phone call saying, what? Both of them? (laughs) No. How will I tell Alan? Alan, they're dead. Do you need anything more? Than I, you don't need I mean, it anymore. Yeah. Like it gets it. Like I mean, you know, I, you don't need to dedicate any more time than that to those characters. Yeah, you I did the like point. the shot of like Ella like striking the match in the dark, and then you see like light your face a little bit, and then the whole place goes up. Yeah. It was a great suspense moment. Oh my god, that's visual storytelling, right? You can yeah. tell stuff in yeah. symbols. You don't. Need I mean, it really is. Do we even mention like the opening credits? I think they deserve a mention at oh, this god. point. Or the opening title sequence. The pan in on the monkey face. Right, just yeah. Yeah. red monkey face. A little bit of the title. Closer red monkey face. A little bit more of the title. Closer red monkey face. Danger red monkey face. Danger red monkey face. Yeah. It was Full genius. title. It was genius. Well, the second victim. Third? Third victim? Third. We're not counting the parakeet. We're going to count the parakeet. Is uh, the mother character, of course. The mother, yeah. of course. The idea, I think, as we've established, I think that uh, I think so. Ella can feel when uh, Alan is upset and wants to kill someone. It is basically because, you know, she's helping him. He wants to answer a question in class. She'll put her hand up. He (laughs) wants to kill someone, right? She carries it through. But she's actually invoking that rage in him. So she's first creating the rage and then acting on it. He's got it. She's amplifying it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the odd part of the movie where it seems like yeah. you only need half of that equation to still have a movie you can yeah. follow. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, as soon as she senses he's mad at someone, she goes and kills that person he's mad at. Yeah. It's right. basically what happens throughout the movie. So. And old mom has to take a bath with a plugged in hairdryer nearby. That's the way it goes. I love that the monkey comes up with different ways to kill people. Right? It's never the same thing. Very creative. Yep. It's and it's monkey. always, and most of them are things that can be covered up or explained. Yeah, it's a smart monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it here is right, a just fell on the tub. Mm-hmm. All those brain shavings. Yeah, <laughs> the brain shavings. <laughs> brain shavings in the ass. Yeah. yeah, and then the uh, pain cow eventually Jeffrey gets. Uh, you know, like after a extended period a of monkey really searching, really long monkey, just fight a long chase. fight chase <laughs> search everywhere, oh, yeah, up yeah, and yeah. down. Yeah. 20 minutes, just all over stuff, the place. So right? long. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're just saying it went on too long. I could have. It felt like we repeated certain parts. Like I wasn't bored, but it was a bit long. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah I, that, I mean, we yeah. could say that. I'm like, I wasn't bored, but they're like, I think you could have. Like, there was a, a a section of a chase and a confrontation, and then they went on from there, and then they kind of did it again. There's a section. There's yeah. a little bit of a chase and another confrontation, and they go back on from there. Like they could have probably done one and then ended how they ended it. Instead of doing it a couple times in just well, different yeah, areas like, of the house, but it was kind of it's that but, kind of like Hitchcockian suspense yes. thing. Which, yeah, yes. again, I mean, it, I'm not sure if Romero's done a lot of that, like to this extent. I mean, this is you know more elaborate in those yes. kind of ways, where like you know he has to the phone's ringing, he's got to get to the phone. It's that rear window kind yeah. of thing where you've got the guy who can't move around very yes. well on his own, <clears throat> trying to get the phone off the hook, and then he does get it, you know, to answer it for you know to get help. 
I think it's stuck in the back of his wheelchair. Then yes. Well, let's let's, let's put a pin in the uh, the activities of Alan throughout this whole process yeah. and just describe that in full. Oh, I think when we get to it, because that is something that needs to be spotlighted all on its own. Just the uh, the, 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 the it's the slowest moving wheelchair in the world. First of it all, really yeah. Is. I was gonna say you calling it a chase is super generous to like <laughs> like it's. It's trying to be an action sequence, it's, but it's right. all in like one floor of a house. It's just this side of parody. It's almost yeah. uh, what David Cross in Scary Movie Two. Like it's yeah, just it's, this. It's right on the other side do, of that. Though? It's a guy. It's a. It's a. He's being chased by. He's being terrorized by a monkey. <laughs> he is he like, would definitely have a faster wheelchair than that? Like, but IRL. It's the eighties. I feel like he would. And the, but the way he uses it is pretty great. Like he's got to go get the phone. And I mean, and I'm. I give them all the credit because. The doing it in the only way they can do with a guy in this situation. Like, they're not going out of bounds in but that I just, area. I just feel like... It, he can it, only use his head. Yeah. yeah. Too, and they're doing it, it right that way. But it made right. it I'm too saying comedic. physically his head, not like his mind. It made yeah. it too comedic. Like... <clears throat> The combination, Not purposely, but the yes. combination yeah. of the slow moving wheelchair, showing him actually going the distance that he could go, and right. then the phone hooks... That made it hilarious. And trying, like, and wake up. Be hilarious. Wake up, Melanie. Oh, my God. Just wake up. He, that goes on, on for so long. So long. Just running into people. Wake up, please. Oh, it's great. It's yeah. great. Again, not meant to be comedic. more as a, it was, well, I mean, I know that you guys, we were laughing when we were watching it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it was playing that way, not like. Uh, it was not meant so to be that way. It was not a suspenseful way. film. Or the, this moment. And the- and no, I mean, it still is, but I mean, you can't help but look at it now and just, I mean, I can't without finding that a little funny. Just yeah. like the, the relief of uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's the emergence of the situation combined with the fact that he can only go so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he yeah. is stuck in the situation he's in. And usually in this situation, if somebody's being stalked by anything, there's a you know there's a little more urgency to it, and he can only be so urgent in the condition. He did a lot of, and it's a little funny. He did a lot of neck acting in this movie. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. lots of neck acting. I wonder if he. I wonder if he had a personal masseuse during this, like to keep him. That's a lot of tension. Yeah, he had to have had some sort of massage therapist with him the the whole time. Monkey just hop up there. One of the train monkeys yeah. just oh, comes yeah. up there and gives him a little neck. Yeah, there were the so many monkeys. Yeah. One of them had <laughs> no the massage. Yeah. Have a masseuse? Probably. I, mean, probably. I would hope so. I would. I mean, I would hope so as well. <laughs> Maybe they just had like a little monkey train. A tiny, yeah. a smaller <laughs> monkey for the monkey. <laughs> oh my god, <gasps> that would be great. Yes, as his own monkey like, assistant. <gasps> yeah, a baboon or something, right? No, no, some other, other another type of monkey. No, right? yeah, a tinier monkey. Like one of the in the little uh, spider monkeys. Just I, th- <laughs> I think the part for me with the most suspense was when uh, Ella's in the closet and John Pankow like is going in there with like the poison, oh, the, you know, syringe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like he knows she's in there, and like we as the audience think she's in there, but we don't know for sure. Right, and like it was like a reverse Michael Myers because she's in there and he's going in there and then she comes out with a hanger at him. And, oh, yeah. Oh, my, I love the, the hanger work that she does with that. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. great. Like, <laughs> it's so great. Because he's he like drops a little one of his syringes and she hockey pucks <laughs> <puts laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brilliant. she takes it and squirrels it away in her cage like, to save for later. Yeah. 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 I love it. It's a smart little monkey. Yeah. Smart, smart monkey. monkey. I love that yeah. she has the wherewithal and the energy to stab through a sports coat and what have you into Jeffrey mm-hmm. in order to poison him. 
yet she just jabs at Melanie's face yeah. for like five minutes trying to figure out how do I do how do I do this? Well, I think it was more like she was fucking with Alan. Like, I, mean, I think so or, too. Or, 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 or she is in the way that he is feeling her emotions. She is feeling his emotions, and so she's conflicted about sticking. Probably because oh. he is starting to kind of work that. Yeah. Like he's he's trying to get her to like, hey, no, don't do that. Let's do music. Come here, baby. Come, come here. here. Oh God, oh, God. sensual oh. whispers from the monkey were so upsetting. Just come on, baby. Just, you can so. do it. Come on. Just, just put some little music. Sean, please stop. Just, just, just and he's down. so sweaty just, while he's doing this too. Yeah. He is a little. He's glistening. He's a little spotty with sweat. Yeah. In his master plan to bite the monkey to death. Oh my god! Which again, that neck acting. It's the only thing neck you can acting. do. Yeah. And for five minutes, uh, uh, he bites it uh, and shakes it back and forth like a dog with like a toy. I know. What else can you do? But, I mean, that's again that you know yeah. the animal, uh, yeah. yeah, animal nature. Well, thing. Like, how do you do it? Yeah, bites it into the monkey and tears it apart. Some shreds. Which is fantastic and brutal. It's I was great. Like, yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. I was too. The, the jump scares work on you. They did. They yeah, got me a couple of times. Yeah, that yeah, monkey. The closet yeah. got me, even though I was like, it's going to happen. Don't jump. And still fucking did. There was, yeah. yeah, right. And there was one <laughs> after that that just scared, it scared the shit out of me. I was just was not expecting it. I think it was when Melanie was there and I think she gets jumped on. Oh, happened? yeah. yeah all of a sudden, she comes out, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. Yeah. that scared me. That one yeah. got me. Bravo. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of, It's not the cat jumping into the frame. No, the monkey, but that's but what I was. That's is a sentient monkey trying to kill you. Yes, yeah. but I was thinking of the cat when he was going for the closet. I'm like, some random cat that didn't exist for this entire movie yeah. is going to jump out of this closet. <laughs> that was right probably now. in the original cut. For, there maybe. Was probably things so like where that. the cat come from? Well, that would have been great. The monkey, the the syringe as a weapon, I think, is also like a brilliant. The, it does because it, yes. you're already like needles, and like I can't imagine where that needle is going to go. And then the monkey's got it. We don't know where the monkey is. The monkey's right. running around with this fucking hypodermic. Thing. Right. They know what they're doing yeah. when they want to yeah. add tension to it. Yeah. Is you got that? You know it's full of poison because it was obviously labeled poison when he picked it up. So I mean that's automatic added tension to the movie with that happening, which is great. Adds another level to it. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. So it all ends well. Ella is torn to pieces. Doesn't end well. Well, there's yeah. the the there's a there's a I mean, jump Jeffrey scare dies. I guess before yeah. But Melanie in the end, is half yeah, run over yeah. by a wheelchair. She falls at this on the point. tape deck after he kills her. That was a little sad. Yeah. Like she hit the yeah. tape deck on her sad. way down. That was, that was their thing. That was their thing. Yeah. That was their. Thing. Yeah. I was a little sad. Yeah. Not gonna lie. It's a little, a little sad. sad. Yeah. A little sad. Because like way. it's not her fault. No. John, John Pankow's the one at fault here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But at least he Fucker. got science get got their comeuppance. Yeah. He did. You know, killed. And then. But it also turned out that uh, the doctor, Tucci, wasn't doing his job. And it, it turns out yeah. that Alan's problem. It's a whole little subplot here. Was a completely. Di- yeah, it was like. Yeah. So he generally can actually be uh, repaired. If he right. can move, you know, show some kind of muscle, voluntary muscle movement, which he is able to do to save his life yeah. uh, from the monkey. And uh, they're able to reverse his, uh, his condition, yeah. which has got. It was kind of like. Is that a cop out to give it a happy ending? It's like, oh, I know there's a lot of people who have this, and you know you don't come back <laughs> from right. it. But in the movies, it's a happy ending. You got to have like a happy ending, right? Or he should have drove off, and like they get in the car and they're smiling, and then he smiles, and he's still got monkey teeth, yeah. And they drive off. Yeah. Well, George Romero did not want the happy ending. That was Orion oh. making him put that in. Uh, sure, his ending. He 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 had a different ending entirely. Um, they didn't want that, so he wanted to compromise with them and had just have the Ella popping out of his back, like oh, in surgery. That was good. He wanted that to be the end, and oh. they said no. 
So uh, we got that was a the, good scene. We got the let's go fishing ending. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, let's go fishing is like one of the last lines of this movie. Did that it was, feel yeah. disingenuous? Yes. Or were you okay Probably. with the, yeah. that ending? It would have been. I, I would have been I good with like the it. monkey yeah. jumping out. Yeah, same here. Like a Carrie type fun. ending. I yeah. was hoping I that ending. There was the scene where he, uh, after he wakes up from the monkey popping out of his back, which mm-hmm. I think is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, "Did it? Did it work?" Did I get my body back? I hope they were going to go full Twilight Zone and then come down and he's got a monkey body. That was just a tiny monkey body. That would have been great. That was five stars in my book if they went for the tiny monkey body on a hu- uh, with a human head. See, I was hoping like... like yep. <laughs> I was hoping they'd pan over and like there's no doctors in the room, but you see Ella just like outside the room staring in the window at him or something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Like doesn't matter, she'll always be with you, you yeah. know. But no, I do I'm like surprised. the monkey popping out of the back. I was sur- I was surprised that like once Ella is dead, she is dead. Mm-hmm. dead. Like, there's no fake out, you know. No, uh, she jumps back. There's up. no <laughs> higher supernatural element besides the psychic link. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> higher yeah. supernatural yeah. element. Yes. My the ending I wanted was a little more deranged. Uh-oh, what'd you want, Holly? <laughs> I wanted Melanie to be like, no, it didn't work, and then she leave with the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> After the guy's gone through all of this oh. shit, we have to give a happy ending, right? I guess. I gotta, yes. Not everyone gets It would have been funny ending. if she's like, it didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. What if it just ended about with that when they were wheeling him out? I'm like, is this yeah. going to be like, are they going to go like downer? Like it didn't work. And yeah, like, there yeah. was a moment where I was kind of yeah. like, I was with, you know, him, cause yeah. you're so conditioned to horror movies now. Like none of them have happy endings. Really? I mean, like yeah. somebody gets away, but there's always some idea that the evil force is still somehow yeah. lurking around for the sequel, you know, but this was like, oh, okay. Everything basically where they, they survived their yeah, ordeal. Except- and so they get rewarded by, mm-hmm. uh, Having a long and happy life together. Except all the other people that he loves are dead. Yes. Except for that. His mother is dead. Jeffrey is dead. Mm. So they, they at least but they've been the dating for like a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, very true. I was hoping. But it was a good date. I mean, in yeah. you know, they had yeah, a good things time. progressed quickly. They did. He yeah. nuzzled her. And then did a that was uncomfortable. Yeah, I was like, is that what you're calling a <laughs> nuzzle? Yeah. A scissor nuzzle. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> notice how Colin moved on quickly yeah. from that comment. <laughs> like the scissor note. So uh, we're just uh, it's a done wrap up. I was, right? ho- I was I'm ho- just I'm going to leave. <laughs> Bye. I was hoping the movie would end with like them wheeling him out. It didn't work, so she takes him back to his like sad house where all this shit went down, and he goes back upstairs and wheels himself back under the dry cleaning bag, and was just like, you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Just, it's a stop, and yep. then just his head. Moving awkwardly <laughs> underneath it yeah. and then cut to black. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Ah. Morbid. Oh, I would go for the Mormon <laughs> ending. Yeah. I'm in for the Mormon yeah. ending. When he's yelling out the number commands, he's like, number, he's like 73, and it just drops from the ceiling. He's got like a ready laundry bag that just drops. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, see, that would have been good. Yeah. That's the final solution. It yeah. really would have been. That was a creative way for him to like. Try and kill himself. Yeah, like, although, has he seen Black Christmas? Is was, that where he got well, that from? Right. Yeah. But I was gonna say, like, he does get under the bag, but isn't it open at the bottom? Yeah, it is. Like, is he just trying well, to breathe it, in? it around his face? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't seem like there's enough closure. <laughs> no, there definitely isn't. Yeah. You create a vacuum and okay. Well, anyway, so <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All you have to do is suck enough to create a vacuum. Quote yeah, Colin inside Clark. a. Uh, no, like, that's where the quote bag. stops. Cal's on a roll tonight. Yeah. 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 All right, so that means it's time for the mailbag. Wait, are we done with uh, Monkey I Shine? I think so. Yeah, I think we need I to think be. That's it. All right. <laughs> yeah. We need to cut it off. 
Okay, so we're going to read from the mail. We're going to summon Igor. Igor, where are you, sir? Masters! Masters, the mail! I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising. Rising. Igor, give us the bag. Jesus. <laughs> print it Damn it. Okay. And thank you, Igor. I'm sorry, Igor. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, so you're probably wondering where the hell we get this mail from. Well, I'll tell you. Where do we get it from, Colin? All you have to do is find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show or on Twitter at Sat Freak Show. Or you can email us. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. Or Instagram. Okay. Maybe for the future. Oh, we're not there yet. <laughs> one day. Have one from yeah. Michaela to do. Um, we'll, 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 no, we'll get on Vine or, yeah. Vine's dead. I know. That's, that's why. Uh, we'll bring so, it back. Yeah. And we would love to hear from you. Oh, yes, Join please. the Freak Show family. Let yeah, us let know, know. Uh, anything that you have to say comment-wise about this episode or any previous episode that we've done. Yeah, let me know what I asked earlier and if I'm wrong or not. He doesn't I have no, I did, no idea yeah. what I asked earlier. All right, so Video Cop writes in and says, I always wanted to see this as a kid until I found out the monkey on the cover wasn't the killer. Ah. I was so let down. It's typical of a lot of these 80s horror films that look like the cover or yeah, look like the cover of Troll 2. That monster didn't exist. <laughs> what would it be? Just a, a fucking symbol monkey smashing people? Is that? All right, Sean, here's an opportunity then. Has that movie been made? The symbol monkey smashing people? Killer symbol monkey movie. Is this an opportunity? I don't think so. I know. Just make it. Well, here you go. Here's your opening. It's 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 like a. It. Here we go. All right, we're you making know, it. Paranormal movies are huge right now. Sure. Some yeah. kid gets it at a garage sale. Weird shit starts happening once it's brought. This into is the like house. an Are You it's Afraid been, of the Dark yep. or Goosebumps yep. episode. Oh my god! Yeah. But but you know your mainstream horror fans in America would eat that shit up. I guess you so. Know? Possessed monkey. Yeah. Because it was owned by a Carney Barker or something who like sold a yeah. bunch of them. No, some guy like is running away. He's a serial killer, and yep. something explodes, and he has falls into. Oh my god, Colin! All right, and there's a you great stop. there's a great opportunity for a cameo from someone of like of horror history to play that role. There, I think uh, we do a cameo of uh, Jason Beige. Beggy. At the beginning Beggy. of that movie, I know, Beggy. At the beginning of that movie, just as a callback to What's, this. Uh, he's still working in he, what? He's Chicago PD. He's the cop. And he's also been in every cop show ever. I was looking at his IMDb list. I'm, and I'm not kidding. Every cop show that was ever created, he's been Was in. he in Miami Vice? Yes. Jake and the Fat Man. <laughs> Which is a great title for a TV show. That is. Jake and the Fat Man. I remember Jake. Everything he's yeah. been in. Every cop show. He was ever. not in Miami Vice. I probably was. Okay. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, so that brings us to our final thoughts. We're going to go around the table and give you our final reviews. Should you see this movie or not? Colin! What did you think of Monkey Shines? Um, Monkey Shines. I like this movie. Uh, right off the bat, thank you. yeah. I think uh, well because I was like, how else do I like lead into this? Like, here's my problem with Monkey Shines. No, the uh, I actually I liked it more than I had problems with it. You know, I mean the whole podcast. I'm like, well, this was an issue, but like it's a very competently made movie. Romero has this kind of a he's a very old fashioned movie director. There's not like a lot of frills mm. to the his style, and I like the fact that like all of his movies. I assume because he's shooting like in his neighborhood or something. I don't know. <laughs> in friends' houses or yeah. however else he gets these. 
all the the houses in his films all kind of look the same. They're these big, you know, I don't know if they're Victorians. We always usually see the interiors of right. their sets or whatever, but, you know, this kind of uh, colonial style. Uh, Grand staircases. They, yeah. they, they little balconies. Like, wooden plaster. They look like yeah. turn of the century, like yeah. early yeah. 1900s. Yeah, but in all yeah. of them, I think. Like, you know, I mean, I remember mm-hmm. those houses in Creepshow and Two Evil Eyes. You know, I mean, it just that seems to be the uh, what he has access to or something. Mm-hmm. But it, Or he looks for those. Later on, yeah. he may be it looking for those on purpose. Preference. Just yeah. to be like, this is what I like. And it, it evokes something that, you know, I like to... And it also makes it maybe distinctly Pittsburghian. I don't know. Maybe. Um, But, I mean, you know, saying that his style is kind of no frills, he points the camera at his subject and then, uh, you know, records it and then cuts it together. I mean, just it's a very, um, you know, I said no frills. No frills. Another, where's my thesaurus? It's, uh, you know, <laughs> cut and dry, <laughs> like meat and, pota- like, meat, meat and potatoes, yeoman like, just there it is. Potatoes filmmaker. There you go. Um, I, you know, I would criticize his writing, I think, because he does this with like all, you know, just like the authoritarian characters stand out to me because they don't talk like real people. They are the villain, underscored, capitalized. This person is the villain of the movie, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think he, not that he does a whole lot better with his uh, heroic characters or his protagonists, but like the villains generally always in Romero movies stand out with sore thumbs of like, Jesus Christ, you know, I don't think that was enough to make this not worth seeing, you know, Um, I would still recommend it because I think what he's trying to do. As far as creating a suspense thriller, you know, it's not really a horror movie so much as it is a suspense thriller, which is, I think, a change of pace for him probably, you know, at the time, um, is effective. I mean, he does, you know, through editing and the little, you know, uh, visual effect or makeup effects or whatever they're doing, puppet effects. Monkey monkey hands. Monkey monkey stick hands. (laughs) It's very effective at convincing you that this monkey is really up to no good and, you know. Uh, is a, uh, you know, you're concerned about some of the characters. Toward, you know, like there was a scene where the monkey, and I'm sure it was fake monkey hands or whatever, <laughs> but the monkey had a syringe. Right? Yeah. The thing about syringes. And Melanie's laying unconscious on the Some floor. of that was real monkey. <laughs> and the real monkey's up there with a needle, like trying to poke her around the area of the face. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, hey, gee, woo, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh. What'd you, why are you trusting the monkey with the needle? Yeah, yeah. So some of that's, you know, kind of cringeworthy and and uh, and effective. I mean, I guess that's the thing. It was effective. The jump scares, um, you know, I don't usually jump at movies. I jumped at this movie. Uh, all <laughs> right. movies. It got me like four times or something. <laughs> and I was like, uh, my guard must be down because it's a monkey. Something. Movie. I was almost embarrassed <laughs> that it got me because yeah. it happened. Yeah, I was exactly. like almost looking around like, oh, they didn't, didn't no see me jump, that, right? did they, right? Yeah. 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 I was like, I jumped. No, everybody else jumped, right? Yeah. If I had a bucket of popcorn, it probably <laughs> would have gone uh, into the air, but uh, yeah. So I mean, based on those things, I think it's maybe a little overlong, but uh, you know, I think you should check out Monkey Shines. I think it's a it's a good night at the movies. There it yeah. is. Um, uh, I mean, I think like we've said, it's it's an effective movie. It does feel like we mentioned earlier. Uh, it's uh, more Hitchcockian than horror. Um, there's some a few good effects in this movie, but it's not over for Tom Savini. Um, 
doing effects and credited as effects on this movie, it's not uh, something I expected from Tom Savini. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's possible that things like that got cut out or on the cutting floor and that there's a bunch of stuff that we're missing from this movie. But uh, the movie as it is, like we said, it's a, it feels like they could have tightened up a few portions of it, but it is effective. It is suspenseful. Um, uh, like we said, he does um, – he, like Colin said, he does just uh, meat and potatoes. He does point his camera at the at the uh, actors. But I think they all were very, uh, like we said, very effective. Um, and again, yeah, made us jump. Uh, I recommend it. I had a good time with this movie. I mean, you got his monkeys. How can you not have a good time with monkeys? You can have a bad time with monkeys. But I had a good time. <laughs> I had a good time with the monkeys in this movie. It starts out adorable, and then it just gets terrifying. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. I've been wanting this, you know, I've been wanting to see this movie for a long time. I'm glad I finally got to see it. I recommend it. I was going to say, they have, they came up with the saying of it's more fun than a barrel of monkeys. Oh! So there (laughs) There it is. Yeah, I'm loving this monkey trend we got going on. <laughs> Do we need this to keep it going fun. though, or have I we think, maxed out? I think we've here? hit. Yeah. This is it. I think we got. We got <laughs> peak. We hit Unless peak. King yeah. Kong or something. Yeah, it was Congo? diminishing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there you go. We're right. bigger monkeys. Amy thinks you're ugly. Is right, that what yeah. she says with we the power glove? Watching you, Tim Curry. But I think we've hit pink monkey. Any peak monkey. Everything after this is diminishing returns. Yeah, I think this is a good monkey run. Good. It was robot monkeys. Killer dogs. Okay. All right. (laughs) Maybe we'll pursue other animal movies. Who knows? Uh, We'll see. Uh, Yeah, this movie was a lot of fun. I... I would have liked to have seen what George Romero could fill in with the plot holes. I would have liked to see what storyline he would have woven together, because I think it would have been a bit different than what we got. Um, But otherwise, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, Neck acting, man. Ooh. Neck acting. Bravo. I mean, come on. <laughs> Monkeys neck acting. It was just a good time. I mean, I think we all summed it up. This was this was just a fun movie. I definitely recommend it. I give it uh, like four backpacks of bricks out of five. <laughs> there you go. Like everybody's stealing my rating system, <laughs> which I stole from some other <laughs> Right. So I first saw this movie like two years ago. And I kind of became obsessed with it because I'd never heard of it before. And most people I come into contact oh, with really? have never heard of it either. Really? And I was like, it's George Romero. And, like, there's not very many monkey murder movies. Right? So, like, you're going to hit. Like, <laughs> not enough. It's a small yeah, genre. Exactly, yeah. Um, and, you know, this – we talked about it a little bit last week off mic. But George Romero has come out at, much later and said when he was making this movie, he was drinking one bottle of vodka a day like a water bottle carrier on set just chugging it to himself. So – I guess this is his like maximum overdrive. Bravo! You know, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, you know. See our maximum. If he's saying it's podcast. one bottle, it's probably more than probably, that. Probably, yeah, know? right. Because they're you know? like, what do they remember? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's definitely so, more. Um, but I think that you know, Jason Bakey like kind of looks like a young Michael C. Hall, which is a little weird, <sighs> but not nearly bit. as good yeah, as Michael C. Hall. And uh, <sighs> the fake beard is. Oh you know, God! You man, can see the, the glue. Fake beard is, it's not yeah. good. Yeah. But all in all, it's a really fun movie. It is a little long. And it's weird because, like Colin was saying, it doesn't full-on fall into a horror movie. I think it's this weird Venn diagram of, like, a lifetime movie 
and like a, like a thriller movie because the first like forty minutes is like a straight up Lifetime movie. Right. Like this guy's you know quadriplegic and his life sucks and he wants to kill himself. And his girlfriend's like, fucking the tooch. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so dirty <laughs> when you say it that way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this movie's great. Definitely go watch it. It is a little long, but it, it it's worth it. It's like worth the payoff yeah, worth is it. worth totally it. Totally worth it. Um just a fun fact, this movie the budget for this movie was seven and a half million dollars in eighties dollars. Two so. million went to the monkey. Yeah. I guarantee it. <laughs> um Whoa, but it only made five million at box oh, office, so damn. it was a failure Man. financially. But uh, and know. so ended the genre of monkey movies yeah. until yeah. Outbreak? Apes movies. I actually like do believe idea. this yeah. opened opened a week or two within when Die Hard opened, so that oh, didn't help. Uh, no, um, yeah, it didn't help. They put this out as a summer blockbuster, believe it or not. It should have been a January dump it movie, but mm. it was a summer right. summer blockbuster wow. in quotes. So. I barely remember it coming around. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like I was aware of it more on video. Than, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. There was another movie like two years before this called Link with Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> And Terrence Stamp, he's the mad scientist. He's got this ape in a cage, and she, it develops, I think, uh, an affection for Elizabeth Shue and starts killing people. I mean, don't we all mm, develop yeah. affection for Elizabeth Shue at some point? Yeah. 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 No, it's great. Definitely Killer check it out. Yeah. Uh, your monkey shines. Yeah. Not, not like Monkey shines. Yeah. Not like, yeah. Check it out. Monkey shines. There you go. Good. There it is. Yeah. All right. So next week, we're going to be watching... Oh shit! It's Colin. Mine. Okay. Uh, what are we watching uh, next on week? Spot, on spot. Oh, I'm gonna do this to you. I think. Oh no! Oh no! Oh yeah. no! Jared, Jaredson. Oh, no. Jaredson. Oh, God. Jaredson. Jaredson. Because, uh, because Denny Villeneuve oh, announced yeah. that he was gonna make a remake <laughs> oh, no. of this and has wanted to do it since his childhood, probably when he saw David Lynch's Dune. Oh, there it is. we're gonna watch David Lynch's David Dune. Lynch's Dune. <laughs> yeah. I have not seen this. So, oh, what? Uh, really? I, no, I have not. Oh, I have not. I have so many years I've been hearing about Dune. It I've is never seen crazy. It. In a we'll good or out. bad way, we'll find out we'll next see. week. Stay tuned because Colin has been threatening this movie on us for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, fiends, and until then, the basement is going dark. <laughs>